Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we are concluding our conversation on hospitality. We hope you enjoy. I could talk about this for a long time. This is what's the, like the radicalness of Jesus is what got me, uh, is what hooked me in and brought me back from when I had a crisis of faith when my dad died, was seeing that like, let's just say heaven's not real. And I'm just going and try, wanting to live a life modeled on something bigger than myself. If I look at who Jesus is and how he lived, if I model that as imperfectly as I will, I will make the lives of the people I care about and love the most much, much better. Uh, they'll feel cared for, um, loved, protected, but also not just them, but like the people I'm around, the neighborhoods I live in, the, the community and places of work that I'm at. Following Jesus makes things better. It really does. And anybody who's like, who, who I guess would disagree, I would ask the question. I was like, all right, so you say you don't believe in Jesus. How you define Jesus person, I probably don't believe in that same Jesus as well because it might be connected to something else, but I'm never going to know that unless I'm, if I'm not hospitable to them, I'm not going to learn these challenging things about why someone has this uh, deep-seated anger towards Christianity if I'm not willing to sit there and listen and be open and give them space to share who they are about it. And that's, how, that's what Christ did to people who wanted to kill him, to people who did kill him. Yeah. He was hospitable. I think one of the issues is, and this is true for me, this is true for you, I don't, because again, I don't want to seem like I've got it all figured out or we're all on a journey and we're all learning and growing. Um, but that, but that kind of goes into my point. The point I was going to make is I think the real hazard that we run into is that if we're honest, oftentimes our arrogance and pride is just so big. We really don't want to learn. We really don't want to grow. We just want to be right. You know, we, even those of us that go to church or those of us that go to anything, right. We go to a, a conference or whatever. We're not really there to learn. We're just there to we're just there to reinforce what we already think is true and good. And I think I think one thing that at least I would advocate for there is be open. Like I haven't arrived. I mean, I don't think we arrive until we're dead. So it's like there's more to learn. There's more to grow in. Um, can I be patient and humble enough? to listen to where somebody else is coming from. And at the end of the day, you know, I may disagree and that's okay. Hmm. Um, there's many people now, well, I'll tell them, you know, I, I couldn't disagree with you more, but I really respect your, your opinion and, and how you arrived at it. Um, I've yeah. said that to people, you know, I think um, you said that to me. Hopefully I've said it back. Well, yeah. And that's what I appreciate about you and our friendship. And I think that's what kind of evolved into this podcast is, you know, I, I hope you feel good about me saying this, but like, yeah. you know, I love talking about politics and faith too. And I would be slightly conservative. I think you're, you're left of that and be slightly liberal. Yes. And uh, we, we, um, you know, we don't agree on everything, but we hear each other out and I deeply respect you. And, um, and there's a lot for me to learn from you. And, um, it helps, it helps me. And, and I think that that is important at the end of the day, 
I don't want to have a bunch of friends and people that I look to that just, I don't want to create a vacuum of just like, okay, I'm only going to spend time with people that, that I've got to first ask them all the questions and make sure they believe exactly what I do. And now they're Mm -hmm. friends of mine. It's like, good Lord, that is, that is a scary place to be in. I think. Um, Yeah. You know, the people I spend a lot of time with, a lot of them are very different and I've done that intentionally. And um, yeah, so I don't know. It it takes a, it takes a level of confidence to be, to become deep friends with someone who disagrees with you about, about important things because you, you know, where you start and they like where you stop and they start, you can have a friendship with someone and it it really highlights going back to this attitude of seeking to understand as a way to make a hospitable place. So right now for all the guys who are in the refuge who are listening, or even those, yeah, everyone else who is listening. If you find yourself in a situation where like, this is not hospitable, there's not much grace being shown. That does not mean that it's your job now to point it out and be condemning and saying it's like, dude, you're not doing this right. Or um, this is why I can't stand it here because it's not hospitable. What it is, is a real life challenge to take in practice the attitude of under, seeking to understand first that's how we start building it. So like if someone is doing something that you identify, you personally think is not gracious, you, it, it's, it is on you to have that difficult conversation with them. You to could literally seek confront, to understand. Yeah. And, and it's literally just your own heart and how you do it. Cause we're not even saying don't confront people, right? Hmm. The refuge, yeah. we talk about Matthew 18 all the time and, and how we confront people. But it's like, if I, if I, if I go at it from a posture of judgment, like I, if you do something that I don't, that I think is harmful, Austin, I might go to you and say, Austin, that was really stupid. Like, why did you do that? That's dumb. Like, hmm. stop it. Yeah. Or I could come to you and say, Hey, Austin, you said such, such and such. I interpreted it as you being nasty or angry, whatever, it hurt my feelings, whatever I want to say. Can you tell me more about what was going on in that moment so I can understand where you're coming from? Because, because it, it came off as, as bad to me. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm confronting you in, in both situations, but they're probably going to land in, <laughs> in two different <laughs> directions. Right. Yeah. The, uh, the, the way in which you confront someone, con- conf- conflict and confrontation are, are needed and necessary. We have to do it. But how we go about it, if it's uh, you're wrong, I'm right, and I'm, I'm angry at you. And it's just we're, just, we're in instantly creating divisions which isn't hospitable. Or if, it, if you started with like, hey, could you help me understand? I'm really confused in how you responded to that. Could you help me understand why? Because people want to be understood. That's on the way to being known, to being deeply known because we want to be understood. And if someone says, hey, I didn't understand why you did that. That was confusing. I have this, uh, this almost like instant response of like, well, I want to explain myself. I want to be clear. Um, I don't want there to be any mis- miscon- misconceptions. And in that process, I am beca- I, and hopefully will become better understood by that other person. So just asking is like, I am, I am confused. So putting that on you, you're saying, I'm confused as to why you did that. Could you help me understand? Instead of you did that wrong. Don't do it again. Stop it. Same exact, like you noticed the, the same exact way you responded in a very different way, creating the space for people 
giving the benefit of the doubt. It's the benefit of the doubt. My, a really good friend of mine, his name's Kwame Christian. He's a, he's a very smart guy. He said, there is a benefit to the benefit of the doubt. So instead of jumping to like, they're out to get me, it's, I need to understand why they're doing it. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. And that going into a conversation that way is really uh, life, life-changing. I would say it, it creates an atmosphere and presence that we really want to advocate for and we want to reproduce in as many people as possible is this curiosity. Because curiosity brings about joy, happiness, it, 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 humility. Because if you're constantly seeking to understand every single time you want to understand something, you are admitting to yourself and others that you don't know everything. You don't have all the answers. Seeking to understand is humble. And I could keep going for a long, long time. I think, so, I think with the time we have today, I think it might be good to just land the plan by saying, let's all think more about, about hospitality in terms of just our personal selves. Cause, cause again, we want to jump to judgment, like the other, like, or whatever, but let's think about like, what does hospitality look like for me today? Today, how do I create space for people that are different than me? How do I disagree in a way that's compassionate and hospitable? Mm. How do I seek to be curious rather than just being judgmental and trying to understand the other? So, so I think I think hearing you talk and and, and going through this, you know, it's it's a great reminder for me, and hopefully, those are some helpful, you know, tidbits to leave to leave anybody who's listening in. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We concluded our conversation on hospitality today, and we'll be starting a new conversation next. We'll see you then.